Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Well, I feel good here tonight. How about you? Praise the Lord. You know, Porter kind of has a reputation on Sunday night just to kind of kick out the stops and to have a move of God. Why don't you say that we just live up to our reputation here tonight and have a move of the Holy Ghost in this place? Forget about what everybody thinks. Forget about impressing one another. And just let the Lord move. God wants to move here tonight. Does somebody want to allow him to do so? Praise God. Why don't you wave your hand to the Lord and worship him again? Thank you, God, praise God. Praise God. You're wonderful, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. I feel something in this house tonight. Come on, in this kind of atmosphere, anything can happen. Lives can be changed. Deliverance can be wrought in the lives of people. Hallelujah. How many desires a move of the Holy Ghost tonight? Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, I invite your attention to the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, the 28th chapter. Acts chapter number 28 in verse 1. Let's be inviting people to the house of the Lord throughout this week. Believe in God that he will fill people with the Holy Ghost. And continue to give us great revival. Amen. How many believes we're in revival? Amen. There's a spirit of revival here. Acts the 28th chapter, the first verse of scripture. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. The barbarous people showed us no little kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us, everyone, because of the present rain and because of the cold. When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, they came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. When the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, and though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Sort of a bunch of fickle folks there, wasn't it? My text comes from verse 5. And he shook off the beast into the fire. And felt no harm. And he shook off the beast into the fire. And felt no harm. My subject for your consideration tonight is simply shake it off. And make the devil take it back. Shake it off. And make the devil take it back. Let's lift up our hands and our voices to the Lord tonight. Pray for Holy Ghost anointing in the remainder of this service. God, we want you to have your way. We want you, God, to move in this house and touch the hearts and the lives of people in this building that need you so desperately. 
Come on, somebody call on the name of the Lord right here tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We need you to move in this house. I bind every spirit of opposition, every hindrance of hell. And I pray, God, for the loosing of your power, your glory, and your anointing in this place. Somebody help me worship him. Hallelujah. Somebody help me lift up the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords here tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. I magnify you, God. Lord, do you feel like he's worthy of your worship? Is he worthy of your praise? Come on, you need to sound off tonight and let God know how much you love him, how thankful you are for his delivering power. Thank you, Jesus. Let's clap our hands to the Lord one more time before we see. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for standing and maybe seated. As you study the scripture, you'll find that the Apostle Paul had anything but a boring, monotonous, average life. For in 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, he tells us his testimony. He tells us that thrice he was beaten with rods, and once he was stoned. And then he says thrice he was again shepherd. And this is precisely the predicament that he found himself in in our text tonight as he was on a voyage to appear before the Caesar of Rome. While on that journey, the ship that they were sailing upon encountered a great storm. And these prisoners swam for their lives to the nearby island of Melita. The Bible explains to us that because of the present rain and because of the cold, there was a fire that had been prepared there by these barbarous people. But Paul, being the extraordinary person that he was, brought a bundle of wood to place on the fire. The Bible says that a viper came out of the heat and fastened on his hand. First of all, I want you to notice tonight that the viper came out of the fire. If there's one thing that the devil cannot tolerate, that is the fires of the Holy Ghost. I realize that this world paints and portrays a false image of the devil. Portrays him as a red-skinned creature with horns, with a pitchfork in his hand, and fire protruding off of his pinnacles. But in reality, I want to preach to you tonight, the devil doesn't like the fire. He cannot coexist in a church with the fires of revival burning in their midst. Hell cannot inhabit a house that is filled with fervent prayer, wholehearted worship, and anointed preaching. And I've decided that the devil doesn't like it. How much the more should we worship the Lord? How much the more should we praise him? How much the more should we lift up the name of Jesus here tonight? How much the more should we glorify God in this place? Come on, did you come to do something that the devil doesn't like tonight? The devil would rather you do anything but lift up your hands and your voice to God and praise the Lord because he knows the effects of praise. He knows how God responds and blesses when his people begin to praise him and worship him. He was an eyewitness of God when he poured out his glory 
when people will begin to worship and glorify the name of the Lord. He knows and realizes tonight if people in this place will begin to praise the Lord that sicknesses will be healed. Come on, discouraged people will walk out encouraged. People have come into this spirit for deliverance. will receive their deliverance. People will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Simply, if people in this congregation will lift up their voice and praise the Lord tonight. Come on, put your hands together. Let's give him praise. I didn't come just to sit on a pew. I didn't come to be a spectator tonight. I didn't come to play ten weeks with my neighbor. But I come to worship the King of Kings. I come to exalt him. There's nobody worthy like he's worthy. Nobody has been as good to me as he's been good to me. He showed me mercy when I didn't deserve it. He forgave me when I was a hopeless case. And he filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I'm sorry. That's reason enough to run these aisles. That's reason enough to leap for joy. That's reason enough to praise my God. I'm going to tell. I'm going to notify hell tonight. We're fixing to have a breakthrough in this place. And I have a Holy Ghost outpouring in this house tonight. I just want to let hell know. Amen. We're not backing off this thing. Amen. But we're full throttle tonight. We want to move on the Holy Ghost. There are two types of people that are represented in our text tonight. First of all, there are fire warmers, and then there are fire builders. We have plenty of fire warmers in Pentecost. There's a whole lot of folks that hang around Pentecost that enjoy warming by the music. They come to warm by the singing. They come to warm by the preaching. Amen. Their praise is predicated on performance. Their praise is predicated on people's performance. Well, if the preacher preaches it down, and if a singer sings it down, and if the people pray it down, then I'll participate. Then I'll get involved. But I come to preach to you tonight. This is not Broadway. This is not an entertainment. This is a church of the living God. Come on. And there's only one star here. I said there's only one celebrity here. And it's not the man standing in the pulpit. Amen. But it's the God of glory that I feel in this house tonight. can feel the glory and the power of God in this place. Come on, you can't feel what we're feeling everywhere. You couldn't feel this sitting on the bar stool. You couldn't feel this in the drug pen. You couldn't feel this dancing on the disco floor. But it's right here in the sanctuary of the most high God. close to the fire but they're never on fire they got just enough commitment to, to stay warm to remain comfortable just to get by but you know what we need in Pentecost is more fire builders I'm reminded of a man that Brother Charles Grisham used to talk about when he visited the church in St. Louis many years ago 
Pastor, my brother Winthrop Black. He said there's a man that approached him after service and he said, Brother Grisham, do you know what my position is in the church? He'd never been approached like that before. He said, well, are you a preacher? He said, no, I'm not a preacher. He said, well, are you a Sunday school teacher? He said, no, I'm not a, te I'm not a Sunday school teacher. He said, well, perhaps you're, you're a deacon, a board member. He said, no, I'm none of that. He said, well, what are you? He said, well, I'm just a fire starter. He said, what are you talking about? He said, I'm telling you when things are kind of bought down and when the service is struggling. waiting on the preacher to get on my candy stick. I'm not waiting for a musician to hit the right note on the piano. But I'm the first one on my feet. I wonder if somebody will be the initial point in this place tonight. Is there a fire starter in this house that has said I'll build a fire? If you want to sit there, you go right ahead. If you want to remain silent, don't bother me. But I come to lift up my voice. I come to shout. I come to worship. I come to glorify him. like something's building here tonight that is going to sweep this countryside come on like a raging wildfire because somebody in this house said I'm sick and tired of the norm I'm not going to play church tonight but I come to have church The Apostle Paul realized for this fire to perpetuate, it must be replenished. Amen. I think it's important to point out tonight that the conditions were not conducive to fire building. There was resistance. For the Bible tells us that it was raining. Can I preach to you that revival is always contested and resisted of hell? If you think the devil is just going to roll over and let people get the Holy Ghost and let us dance and shout about it, uh, without a fight, you got another thought coming. Uh, but he's going to fight us every step of the way. But I got news for the devil, you better pack his lunch and plan on staying all day. Because I still got some fight left in me. I still got some tenacity left in me. I still got some persistence left in me. Come on, what's left in you tonight? My God, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Now let somebody know it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you're going through. If you got a little left, you need to praise God with it tonight. That's it, my brother. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. you got left tonight. If you give God everything you got left, I promise you, that's enough. That's all he wants. That's all he's asking for. somebody needs to shake it off tonight you need to shake off that discouragement you need to shake off the lies of the enemy you need to shake off amen, that bondage of hell tonight 
you to hoist the white flag and just give up on it and throw in the towel. But I got something left to praise God for. I got something left to shout about. I got something left to worship about tonight. Come on, some of you ain't got down on it yet. Some of you just waiting for a singer or a preacher or a note on a piano. But you better get with the program, sir, because it's fire building time in the house of the Lord. It's going to be resistance. Hell's going to fight it. But I got news for hell. I set my face like a threat. I got my mind made up. It's worthy. I said it's worthy. enticing words of men's wisdom tonight. Oh, but I'm praying for a powerful demonstration of the Holy Ghost in this place. I didn't come to impress you. I want the Holy Ghost to move. I move the Holy Ghost to take care of every problem we got in this house tonight. I move his spirit. is what's going to make the difference. some of you the devil has to try to attach himself to you and drag you down with discouragement and condemnation from hell amen come on he said you are worthy to worship he said you are worthy to get in that eye you are worthy to dance and shout tonight you better not lift up your voice I, I got a record on you I know where you're from I know what your situation is but what you gonna do with that thing I tell you what you better do you better shake it off and get rid of it tonight it my brother first be a fire starter is going to be resisted. It's going to be challenged. Amen. It's going to be fought against. But I just wonder, is there somebody who's got a little left to give God tonight? One of the greatest social ills of our day is situational ethics. Situa situational ethics is this, that it's all right to lie. Amen. If 
if it gets you a raise on the job. Or it's all right to be immoral if it gets you a promotion. Or it's all right to steal if it puts food on the table and feeds the family. Oh, but we deal with a whole different set of circumstances in the church. We got a whole lot of situational worshipers. Amen. When things are right, I'll praise him. When things are going good, I'll worship him. Whenever things suits my fancy, then I'll glorify God. Amen. But that is not true worship. True worship requires faith. Somebody said, hey, it may not be the best right now. I may be struggling. I may be going through it. It may be hell and high water, but I'm still going to praise it. Job said, I look to my left, and I look to my right. I look behind me, and I look before me. I couldn't find him anywhere. He said, I don't know where he's at, but there's one thing I do know. I know my Redeemer lives. I still got a right to rejoice and praise the Lord. to do what some of you have already done here tonight. It took courage to step out and do what you've done. When the people of Israel crossed the Jordan, the first city they come in contact with was the fortified city of Jericho, known as the city of first fruits. When they reached that city of Jericho, it was surrounded by walls. You know the story. You've heard it since you were Sunday school children of how that they can pass the walls for six days, one time a day. And on the seventh day, they were can pass them seven times. And all of this they've done in silence. But the Lord spoke to Joshua and he told them on the seventh trip around the wall, I want you to tell the priest to put the ram's horn in the mouth and blow it with all their might. Then I want you to tell the people to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. And notice that he told them to shout before the walls came down. He told them to shout before the victory ever came. Before there was anything to shout about. God said, go ahead and do it in faith. Go ahead and respond to me before it happens. What he was really saying is this. Don't you worry about the walls. Let me worry about the walls. You just go ahead and worship. Come on. Why don't you quit biting your nails off your finger, fingertips and make up your mind. Hey, I'm only here to worry about the walls. I'm going to worship. I may not see it. I may not know how. But I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to glorify him. I've got my mind made up. There may be resistance. It may take faith. But I'm going to step out. My God, I feel so much Holy Ghost, I don't know what to do. Some of you haven't quite broke through yet. But it's coming. I said it's coming here tonight.
make up your mind. I'm not going to wait until it happens before I praise God for it. I'm not going to wait until it comes to me before I can praise Him for it. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and worship Him. I'm going to go ahead and praise Him. I'm going to go ahead and glorify Him. And so it already is. Come on, and so it already is. God's going to take care of it tonight. I come to encourage somebody. God's going to take care of it tonight. If you believe that, why don't you not hesitate? Why don't you go ahead and worship God for it? If you really believe that, why don't you shake off that doubt? Why don't you shake off that unbelief? Why don't you shake off that fear and timidity and make up your mind and go ahead and praise him? Come on, that's it, my brother. I feel like there's some others in this place. Come on, the waters of trouble here tonight. We're not waiting on God to move. God's already moving. However, if you want something from God, would you step out of that aisle and make your way to the front of this building? Say, God, I'm going to shake it off tonight. I need a move of your spirit in my life. Touch of the Holy Ghost again. respond in faith that I put their hands in the air and wave them under the Lord I may not feel nothing right now I may not know how it's going to come but I'm going to worship him there's walls of resistance come on there's obstacles in my life but some way God's going to give me a breakthrough somewhere we're going to have a move of the spirit in this place I wonder if you wouldn't take somebody by the hand beside you and say, let's go to that altar together. Let's go as a family. Come on. I wonder if you wouldn't take that wife by the hand. Say, we need a revival in our home like we never need a revival. We're too close to the coming of the Lord to get comfortable now. But God put a fire in our spirit again. Put a tenaciousness down deep in our spirit again. Oh, put a love for this truth back down in our heart again. Help us to shake off the things of this world that is so trivial it don't matter and focus once more on the fire and get it back in our heart come on there's others that need to come come on there's a whole lot of you that need to step out from where you are in faith you're facing opposition you've got problems that you don't understand but come on come on make your way in faith worship him from your heart it may seem like you're a thousand miles from where you want to be but if you'll take that one step tonight if you'll make that effort tonight God's going to bless you God's going to honor you God's going to stand with you Musicians, would you come please? Come on, the Holy Ghost is in this place tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
You know what the devil like to do? He'd like to suppress this thing right here. He'd like it to go no further than this right here. But there's something else that God's wanting to do in this service. It's not time to close up and go home. It's not time to go to a restaurant yet. Amen. There's something more that God wants to do in this place tonight. There's something more to be obtained. Some of you need to get defiant in your spirit. You need to settle it in your soul. Hey, this is my night. This is my time. The time will be no greater than that. I've got to remove every hindrance and receive what God has for me. I want you to reach over to somebody that's beside you. I want you to pray for him right now. If you need the Holy Ghost, we want you to come right now. God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. If you need a healing of your body, I want you to make your way just as close as you can to the front of this altar. Throw your hands in there. We're going to pray for you. God can heal you tonight. God can deliver you tonight. God can work it out here tonight. Let's sing. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. Shake that thing off. Make the devil take it back tonight.